What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another fun-filled episode of the Burnout Brighter podcast. My name is Matt, and I'll be your host for this evening's events. This is episode 152. I'm joined, as always, by the incredible, the amazing, the beautiful Destiny. What's up, girl? Hey. I wasn't sure who you were going to call out. (laughs) I know. I'm always confused. (laughs) Sometimes he's like the beautiful and illustrious Hey, Lou! And I'm just like, okay, just here, whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. Right, which is why like, I, I like to keep everybody on their collective toes. Uh, right. Between all of us, there's at least 10 toes uh, that need to be kept up on. Uh, and as always, joined by the incredible, the smart, the powerful. Lou, what's going on, dude? <laughs> what's up, folks? Good to see you. Glad to be here. I just every time I the love every time he heart. does that. It's Seriously. so cute. It's like, what's up? I, know. I love I know. it. It just warms me it's immediately. It's really wholesome, right? right? Oh my god. 100%. <laughs> Destiny, I'm glad that we can reach common ground about something. Shut things. up. Introduce Darren. <laughs> and joining us for the first time ever, uh, a guest that probably requires a lot of introduction. Uh, introduction. Tradition? Introduction. In- okay. Introduction. Yeah. Um, known on the internet as the heebie-jeebies neebies uh darren himself what's going on dude guess who's back back again back again darren's back your closest compatriots and friends friends would have rhymed (laughs) friends would have rhymed Baron, I mean, I'm, I'm really, I mean, lines. like, I'm really liking the the shaved head look. Like, you are you are looking quite manly right now. Not you're that you've right manly Shoot. before, like, but like, like sunglasses. Oh, look, he's like, yeah, he's showing a little on. chest. He's showing no, a little chest. Oh my god. Okay, he probably okay. smells good too. <laughs> I I smell amazing right smell now. Listen, had you showed up in Korea like that, I think everybody would have. They would have been like, oh my god, impossible. What's that? That's just daring. It, it's, it's a wonder what time away from the podcast will do. It made me a better person. Wow. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that 100%. I, so, I'm joking. I'm, I'm joking, of course. Of course I'm joking. <laughs> I missed you all so very dearly. That's why I had to come back uh, to guest for a little bit because I, I, I missed all your smiling, shining, beautiful faces. I needed another dose of D, another m- mound of Matt, and another <laughs> uh, l- lap of Lou. I don't know. A lump. lump. A, a lump. 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 A there lump we go. Lou. Lump. A lump of Lou. That's what I needed. Why does that sound like something bad kids would get on Christmas? Like you've been naughty this year. You're getting <laughs> oh, a lump, lump of, of Lou. Because of, of the lump of coal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you are not a good no one boy or girl. Good show, guys. Let's bring it in. Um, we'll see you guys next week. And, Thanks uh, for coming. Uh, on this week's show, we're going to be talking all about some of our favorite Disney games. We're going to get into some discussions, pick what we consider to be the best ones, our favorites, and much, much more. But before we do that, let's strap in because we need to do some what, 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 what's new. Uh, Darren, oh we'll start God. with you. When did you what's become a disc jockey? Uh, they, it's actually a DJ. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna just Aaron. move on and then get back yeah. to my, my what's new with me. Um, yes. I am the host now. Look at me, I am the host. Um, so uh, you know a lot. 
Uh, I have been, uh, you know, in real life job applications, that sort of thing. Wait. But in, what? What? I want I want us to guess what you've been playing when you get to the games part. So go on. I feel like I already told all of you in our chat group what I'm playing. Yeah. I feel like we don't need to do the guessing game. Darren, keep going. This is this is your <laughs> I feel I mean keep going. Uh, you could guess if you want what games I've been playing, Matt, because I told you. Final Final Fantasy 14. I don't know. If you said something else, I was not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's such I mean, a good friend. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's usually hey, how our I relationship goes. I mean, we were on a road trip together, and I think it was two hours of me talking and Matt just going, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, nice. <laughs> that mm-hmm. sounds like it. All right. Uh, <laughs> at least it was for Senna. What? That was, we were putting Senna to sleep with Marvel Conversations. I think she wanted to get off that wild ride as soon as possible. Um, yeah, and then we, we got to our destination and then proceeded to strike up the whole conversation once again with Alistair. All over again. But regardless, games I've been playing, I've been on a bit of a JRPG kick. Yes, I've been getting back into Final Fantasy fourteen. I've been doing the, well, there's a new patch coming out this month, and so I'm doing all of the current tier Savage raids before the new patch comes out. So my goal is to have them all complete, although I don't really think that goal is very attainable at this point uh, because I've got like two weeks and two raids to do, and I'm not going to be available for the raid this week. So (laughs) it's not happening, but the thought is there. I've also played to completion Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition, uh, which I think I liked. I think I liked it. Uh, I had fun playing it. The Royal Edition, I can tell, added a lot more, uh, like, it made the game better because the game story was, like, very shaky before, and it's still kind of shaky. Like, the characters are cool, but I've never seen such, like, a rushed world building like the world itself is kind of like all over the place a lot of the game's quests you're just going places and it's not really well explained why you're going there or what the purpose of you being there is i think the the entire plot of the first half of the game is just i'm going to my wedding so it's like very loose um but i enjoyed it and then i also started playing Final Fantasy 7 remake. So I'm just going Final Fantasy to Final Fantasy. Never played any Final Fantasy. To Final Fantasy. 14. So I'm just rushing through it. I've finally surpassed where I was before in Final Fantasy 7 remake. The past five times I played the opening and just stopped. So now I'm finally past the opening and I'm going to finish it. But that's all superfluous to the main thing that I wanted to bring up. Uh, and I, 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 I'm saying this for Lou's benefit. Because, Lou, I want you to watch this show. I have been watching, and Matt is like, already knows where I'm going, and he's like, gonna just leave at this moment. Um, I've been watching the show The Rehearsal by Nathan Fielder. Have any of you, other than Matt, because Matt hates Nathan Fielder, heard of Nathan Fielder or the show Nathan for you? Yes, yeah. I've, heard of, I've heard of Nathan for you. I know they've done some pretty awesome things on that show. I've not heard of the rehearsal, though, so maybe I should check that out. Okay, yeah. So Nathan Fielder, famous for making a show where he helped businesses by giving them good advice. Uh, And it was like a reality show, except it was a comedy reality show because he's like pranking people. So like, for example, 
he thought that um, he could improve a uh, frozen yogurt shop business by having them make like a stunt frozen yogurt flavor. And he thought it should be poo flavored frozen yogurt. And uh, he thought that would drum up business. And so the show's about this poor business, like creating a poo flavored frozen Wait, yogurt. Is it an actual business that he's doing this to? It's an actual business that really exists that he would like. So what happened to them after he had his fun? Who knows? No one follows up on that's them. That's not cool. See, Destiny, if, if, if I think it's stupid... That's really telling you something. I, it's not so, that I yeah. think it's stupid. I just think it's, it's unnecessary. Like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. If they're already struggling, why come in and pretend that you're helping? Yeah. 100%. It's very ethically questionable. And um, I enjoyed this show because I think despite the ethical questionability of it, it's a very good show. Uh, although I think some of it, like, they sign releases and stuff. It's kind of weird. I think some of the businesses have said that they did see improvement because they showed up on television, but I don't know. What's the reason I bring it up though is because this new show, The Rehearsal, is that same concept except for real people. He's offering a service where he gets real people to rehearse for important moments in their life. So the first episode is a guy who is on a trivia team and he wants to tell his trivia team that he's been lying his whole life and he's been telling them that he has a PhD, but he only has a bachelor's and he wants to break the news to people, but he's scared how they're going to react to it. So Nathan Fielder builds an entire to the freaking centimeter replica of the bar and hires all the, all these actors to play this guy's friends, to play the bar owners. And they're rehearsing for this moment. And I want Lou to watch this because it starts off like that, but without spoilers, the show devolves into some serious philo philosophical questions and quandaries um, about ethics and what is real. And it goes into like simulation theory almost. It's insane. Yes, Matt, you have a question. Yeah, Matt Swinsky from the press pool, which is inside the press box. Um, did you come back on this fucking show just to talk about that stupid fucking other show because it's been months since you've asked to be here months since we've invited you destiny whips it out that you asked to come back out of fucking nowhere was it only because you wanted a platform to sell to peddle this guy's bullshit wares and if so i am both impressed and disappointed i i can honestly say no I promise you, I did. I'm looking directly into the camera, so you can you can see in my eyes. I did not come on the show just to talk about the rehearsal. That was a bonus, but I truly wanted to come on the show. I don't know if that was a bonus. That's like destiny. Like destiny. There's a bit of like backstory here. He's been messaging the group with the guys in it, being like, "Guys, watch this show. Watch this show." When did he message you asking to come on this show? Like, like last week. Which is roughly about the same time that he started no, messaging no, no. the rest you of the guys. <laughs> no, I can't. I okay, listen. I don't. Wait, I wait, 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 wait. It's not important. No. It's not important. What else have you been up to, Darren? What else have you been up to before you guys start arguing? It's not important, guys. Watch the show if you want to watch the show. If you don't, you don't have to. 
I don't care if anyone Lou watched the show. I want to convert Lou and I want to talk to Lou about this show after. Um, That's terrible. You can't come back on the show after not being here forever and say you don't care if our listeners, you can't say that. (laughs) They're not my listeners anymore. Hey. Oh, wow. This is the last time Darren's going to be on the show. He's going to be so fucking hated. Little does he he know that this is just a rehearsal of the actual podcast and this is never going to go live. No, no, no. It's all in jest. I'm not Matt. I'm actor Matt. I'm pretending to cause a kerfuffle over the rehearsal. Breaks on you. It's all, oh it's all in jest. It's all, it's, I am an actor. I am a performer. What I'm doing right now is acting. I'm acting to the audience to show these hidden emotions that people will discover. Right. But truly, and the real And your show coming out called The Podcast. Got it. Yes, yes. And, yes. and the true yeah. Darren motivation is because I miss mm-hmm. you all. I wanted to chat with you. I wanted to spend time with you. I had a conversation. If you want to know the real answer, I had a wonderful conversation with Destiny. And I thought to myself, I miss Destiny. I want to talk to Destiny again. I want to spend more time with her. And I want to spend more time with everyone. And that's what made me want to come on the show. And that's what I've been up that's to. That's really sweet. I I love that. Thank you. And actually, we've really it's missed true. you. So like- we have. Uh, we wanted to definitely make sure that you got to come on as soon as possible. So that's why Thank you're you. here today. And I'm sure all of our listeners have missed all of our random bullshit that we do when we <laughs> get together. Because this is just this is just us. But okay, uh, let's move along. Let's let's ask Lou. Lou, what have you been up to? All right. Um, so I haven't been gaming much lately. I'm really looking forward to some games on the horizon. So. Ooh, so World of Warcraft Wrath of the Lich King Classic has a, a release date now, September 24th, I think it is, or September 26th, one of the two. Um, so that's coming out soon. Going to get back into it. Um, and then, of course, I'm still really looking forward to Persona 5 on PC, which comes out in October. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Looking forward to replaying that. Um, and then... Uh... <laughs> And um, <laughs> September 26th, you're right. 26th, okay, nice. Gotcha. Um, I've been uh, re-watching uh, Dragon Ball Z, yes. <laughs> which, okay. which nice. is a riot. Nice. Let's go. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it since my childhood. And as a kid, they would only show like one or two episodes a day. And if you miss a day, oh, nice, there you go. Goku, Super Saiyan Goku. <laughs> if you miss a day, you just miss that part of the story. Yeah. So I missed so much of it growing up. Um, so watching it from the beginning and, um, we're watching the, the Kai version. Oh, nice. Yeah, there it is. You show off your stuff. It, the steel book version. Love it. He's like, look what I got. <laughs> um, I could show my Persona so 5 watch- copy too. <laughs> we're, we're watching, uh, D- it's okay. We're watching uh, DBZ Kai, which is the nice. abridged version. It's like the more, it's more true to the manga. It's got less filler. Um, and it's really good so far. Really, enjo- really enjoying it. Um, but Goku isn't nearly in it as much as I remember. He's like, he's always incapacitated or something. And what, they build uh, all this drama, and then he comes in and saves the day. Matt from the press pool inside the press box. Um, yes, where, where are you in? Where are you? Which which saga are you in? Okay, so we're at the end of the Frieza saga. So let's he's a, go. Yeah, Goku's about to defeat Frieza. Yeah. So, uh, possibly one of the most or the most iconic anime moment 
is mm-hmm. when Goku goes Super Saiyan for the first time. I remember growing up, everyone was talking about that in school. Um, so yeah, really awesome moment. Um, I have also been watching um, these uh, documentaries on Netflix about uh, serial killers, which is not my usual nice thing. Classic. I'm not a true crime guy, uh, but I watched the um, uh, John Wayne Gacy and the Ted Bundy Ooh, uh, I documentary. Saw those. Yeah, on Netflix. Creepy um, dudes. Creepy Very stuff. Creepy, creepy dudes. dudes. Oh yeah. Um, pretty wild stories, but, um, yeah, not my usual thing. So I'm surprised I have been watching that. Um, but, uh, other than that, um, that's, that's really about it. Just been, uh, really enjoying Dragon Ball Z and, uh, looking forward to, uh, these new games coming out. I always think when I think of Dragon Ball Z, I always think of like here, it was on, it was on YTV. Oh yeah. Um, and it was always Dragon Ball Z at eight 30. They rhymed it. It was clever. That's just that's lived in my memory for years and years and years. Dragon Ball Z at eight thirty. Uh, Destiny, what's going on with you? Um, not much. Honestly, I've just been working a lot and trying to basically balance like my workflow and like. I have been making mistakes and staying up way too late this past week playing. You and me both. Jeez. And- yeah um and uh minecraft and watching other people play minecraft and um sounds like a boring existence yeah it's pretty (laughs) much it you know like wake up go to work watch videos about minecraft on lunch break play some minecraft (laughs) like i haven't done anything like too spectacular i did because like matt was doing his show and tell so i did get um my copy hey, got it. Yeah. Nice. so like while we're here i'll like just show you guys basically what oh, it looks like look so at this that box like box that it came in it's pretty and did you open it i did i did open it i wasn't going to but then jackie was like you have to see what's inside of it, so got like, it. Jack, yeah, sure. jackie makes a good point so here's like a little signed copy of oh, cool. the developers and that's stuff that's so cool that's awesome yeah. And then um, here's the game because I got it for the Switch because we already have nice. it on PC. And I was super excited because I got Raphael's mask, which I will never open and wear. It would all be plastic. Hold on. Was, was, the, was the mask like a random? You would get one of the four turtles and you just happened to get Raphael? Yeah, I just happened That's to get Raphael. Destiny. Right? Wow. Um, and then here's the soundtrack, which is like really cool. Pizza time. Um, and it, it came with this. Co- I really wish... I had multiple of these. It feels like it's supposed to be a coaster. I don't know if you guys can see, but it's like oh, yeah, a it's like a manhole cover. Cap. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then um, it came with. This is really why I got it. It came with the the little their little oh, pens, little enamel like, pens, yeah, enamel pins from the game. Those are adorable. <laughs> yeah, those and are really nice. Randomly, you get like. Oh, sorry, the light is really bad, but it's shredder. It's like a little keychain of shredder oh. from the game. But that's that's it. That's what I got. I'm super excited about that and wanted to share it with you guys. So. That's awesome. And the luck that I guess you got lucky with the, with the raft mask. I, that's I cool. got super lucky. I almost forgot that they gave a mask with it. And so then when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, what are the odds? And I'm really excited about uh, the new movie that's supposed to be coming out because it's not being done by Michael. I need to explode everything. Bay. So there's a new movie coming out. Did yeah. you watch? Did you watch the animated one that just came out? Yes. Was it good? It was good. It was yeah. Good. Cool. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a new movie coming out. It's it's animated again, is it? It's like is that the one with Seth, but like do, being done by Seth Rogen? The one being done by Seth Rogen. I don't think it's animated. That's why I'm super excited about it. I think like I don't think it's animated. If it is animated, then I mean I'm still excited, but I thought it wasn't going to be animated. I hope they bring the rubber Maybe suits. CG back. animated. I love CG. the rubber suits. Oh, CG. Okay, but not 2D animated. Okay, okay. Because the other yeah, one that came back out the was rubber. But um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have been up to. I was trying to think and see if like I had watched anything recently, but I, I don't think I have. Yeah, I don't think I've watched anything recently. Watch me remember once the podcast is over, because that's literally <laughs> what happens every time. Oh yeah, I became president. I was like, why haven't I told them? Yeah, why didn't I tell them about that? But um, yeah, so that's basically it. Matt, what have you been up to? A uh, bit up to a couple things. I hopped into Tyrant's Blessing, so shout out to Freedom Games uh, for, for hooking that up. Um, I'm a big fan of, of strategy games, and this game, I've spent about an hour with it so far, so I'm still early on, so I will preface with that, but so far, it's really cool. Um, nice. It's basically if Fire Emblem and Into the Breach had a baby. Um, Into the Breach is really good. It's one of my favorite games in the last like five years. Um, just just such a brilliant way to distill strategy combat to like, like not a small map, but like it is small and relative size to like, especially those fire emblem maps when you get up there. Um, And it's cool because it's, you have like a set amount of units, there's a set amount of enemies. When the enemies die, they, they will uh, revive a certain amount of times and you're basically trying to beat them down enough so that they don't revive anymore. Uh, And like when you move, you'll leave like a little like shadow version of yourself that like, the enemies will telegraph when they'll attack and they'll attack at like all together at the end of your turn. So you have time to like manipulate the field and to like basically use other units to move their attack boxes into, you know, out of the way or into each other or into like, I had a guy try and hit me. I used my little puppy pal to move him over. Instead, he smacked a landmine and blew himself up. Um, <laughs> so like it's, it's very much like if you like Into the Breach, check out Tyrant's Blessing because it very much is just Into the Breach, but in a medieval setting. Um, and like, yeah, the main character, the main mage has a friggin' dragon that she summons. I like I saw that in the trailer and I was just like, that's probably a late game move. Nope. She gets that. You get that dragon right from the start. Let me tell you, it lights shit up. Um, so check out wow. Tyrant's Blessing. Again, shout out to Freedom. Uh, I'll have a review or a video up in the next few days. I just want to spend a little more time with it first. But the game that's been dominating my last week is Digimon Survive. And I know I talked about it and I was a little bit nervous about it because of the lack of reviews. You know, uh, Bamco was not sending out review keys, which is usually a bad sign. Let me fucking tell you guys, folks and friends, um, Digimon Survive is fucking awesome. Really? It honestly might be up there. And again, keep this in mind. I am a huge visual novel fan. I'm a big fan of strategy games and I'm a massive lifelong Digimon fan. So these three things together, like come together in Digimon survive in such a fantastic way. This is up there for my game of the year so far right now. Um, no way. Like I would put, you're a liar. I would put this up there. Swear to Jeebs. Swear to Jeebs. Jeebs. Um, I, I'd put this up there with like, go, uh, what's it called with neon white and with uh, citizen sleeper as like my top three of the year so far. Um, it's dark. It is. It is fucked up. Um, there are like you make yeah, a lot you of said choices. Kids die, the game. right? Like, kids die. Yep. Kids, yeah. Come back. 
they it's don't like come back as, as of yet. Yeah, kids die, Digimon will die. Like there are some seriously dark and fucked up themes put into this game. Um so the survive part of Digimon survive is real. Is legit. Um they I'm on the last chapter of the game right now. Um and from what I understand, like basically the like, the game straight up tells you there's a certain point where the paths completely diverge where like again, you make a choice and then the, from what I understand, the last like third of the game does change pretty drastically depending on which choices yet you make leading along the way. The way that your Digimon will digivolve, um, like the partner Digimon, dependent on the choices and stuff that you make so that Digimon can actually digivolve differently depending on the choices that you make and the options that you pick. Um, And from what I understand, you actually have to go back into New Game Plus to get like the true ending route, which again changes the back third and actually changes things along the way through the game. Because basically, like, the true ending route is nobody dies, from what I understand. Um, so I'm actually thinking about going straight into New Game Plus um, because I'm very curious to see how things would play out. And I'm liking the strategy aspect of enough that, like, I want to go back in. I got my Patamon, got him up to his mega form. He's Seraphimon now, laying down the fucking law. Like, the rest of the cast <laughs> is, like, really well written. The game is dark and weird. And, like, again, it's Rampa but Digimon with some strategy gameplay thrown in. Wow. I am absolutely adoring this game. I'm playing it on Switch. Runs pretty well. There are some frame rate inconsistencies. Never anything that like will break the game because again, you don't need a high frame rate to fucking run Digimon Survive. Um, but like absolutely loving it. Um, I don't know why Bandai Namco is hiding it. The reviews that have gone out are pretty good. Like they're so they they range from like 6.5s to like eight or nines. So like people, as the reviews start to come in, they are enjoying it. It is a visual novel first. There is a lot of reading. There is a lot of strategy combat if you want it, or you can bypass a lot of it and just pretty much focus on the story and do like the main missions. Um, but I'm loving it. Really, really excited to see how the last chapter plays out. Very excited to jump back into New Game Plus. Uh, and again, you all know me. I don't replay games. I, I don't play games twice. The fact that I'm even thinking about it just to see how this other route would go tells you how much I'm enjoying myself. It's a miracle. Um, Digimon Survive is awesome. I haven't really been watching too much, and I've talked a lot enough about Digimon Survive, so let's let's keep her rolling. Um, In the world of of monsters and and cartoons and things from our childhood, today we're going to be talking about some of our favorite Disney games. Uh, you know, D23 is coming up. It's a couple of weeks away. So we want to celebrate a little bit to talk about some 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 of our favorite Disney games. Um, but before we get into the nitty gritty of the games, I want to ask each one of you, what is something, what is like one of your favorite, dig, uh, I almost said Digimon, Disney movies or some one of your fondest memories related to Disney? It doesn't necessarily have to be like, this is my favorite Disney movie, but like one of your favorite memories related to Disney. Because for myself, I'll kick things off to give you guys a sec to think here. Um, the first game, the first station, the first console I ever owned was a PlayStation. And the first game I ever got for it was Disney Circulies. And I've told the story on the podcast before, but for the sake of new listeners and refreshing, um, I got that. That was the first you know console I ever owned. Um, I played it for like half an hour before I got it on. I think it was on Christmas. Uh, I played it for like half an hour before my dad and my uncle kicked me off the console. They're like, go to sleep. It's late. Uh, I caught them the next morning, still awake. They literally played Disney Circulies all night long. Um, and that game just has such a soft, soft spot in my heart because again, it's, it's some of my earliest gaming memories. 
Uh, Lou, I'm going to go to you next. What is one of your favorite Disney memories? Sure. Um, so it's got to be the Lion King for me. Um, I grew up loving my Lion King VHS. Um, and I watched it so much that I ran the tape out. So <laughs> it was, un- I rendered it unusable. <laughs> um, but that's, that's a good movie. Um, great animation, great voice acting, great story. It's a bit of a, you know, bit of a Hamlet-esque kind of story, but still fantastic Disney movie, great themes, serious uh, emotional beats in the movie as well. Um, the music is so good. I mean, that's just a A-plus movie in terms of animated films, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, the, it's got to be The Lion King for me. Well said. Destiny, what about you? Um, throw it to Darren. Darren, what about you? <laughs> Uh, Sorry, my Darren. favorite. No, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, I'm used to this. I'm used to being thrown to me. Um, that's true. That's true. My my favorite Disney moment is probably when they uh, bought a bunch of companies and formed a, a scary monopolistic uh, monstrosity of a company uh, that threatens uh, antitrust laws as we know it. That was probably man. Yeah, yeah, that that's probably my favorite Disney moment. Um, but uh, a second favorite Disney moment uh, is probably Ask Toy for Story. one. Go on, Destiny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> go on. No, that's no. I think I think that's a perfect place to leave it. Okay. All right. Um, so I think my favorite Disney moment is the first Disney movie my dad ever bought. For us, we were living in a hotel in Germany because my brother had found a lighter and burnt down our room. And so the, you know, his job or whatever put us up in this really nice hotel that we were living in. And he bought me The Little Mermaid, which to this day is like one of my favorite movies until I saw the real Little Mermaid story. And it ends so tragically compared (laughs) to the Disney version I was I was distraught. I cried so much when I found out that she uh, spoilers she actually dies. <laughs> like the real Little Mermaid actually dies in the end yeah. because like her sisters come to try to save her, which doesn't happen in the movie, um, in the Disney movie. Her sisters come try to save her, and because the prince ends up marrying someone else, someone completely different, and they're like the only way we can save you is if you cut out his heart, right? And she loves him so much that she wouldn't do it and she jumps off the side of the boat and she turns into sea foam and she just dies. Oh. And that's how like the actual oh. story ends, right? Very different from Disney because she that's marries so the prince and they end up having a kid. Which which this is I always thought was really interesting. Ariel is the only Disney princess with a child. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I never yeah. thought about that before. Yep, the only one. You just blew my mind. Wow, wow! And one of the few, uh, she, uh, I guess, I guess their kid uh, is one of the few that uh, has a dad. Apparently, because dads don't exist in a lot of these movies. Yeah, basically <laughs> has her own movie. Like the whole yeah. second, the, the whole the sequel is basically all about uh, Ariel's daughter. So. That's wow, cool. you just blew my mind. Hmm. All right, so yeah, cool. So, so, what about you, so Matt? Now, 
I went I went first. I talked about Hercules. Oh yeah, you like, did the, the go first. Yeah. In terms Who of like didn't? a movie, yeah, Lion King and Toy Story are like my like Lion King was the earliest one I remember alongside Toy Story. Um and Toy Story has always held like a very special place in my heart. Especially like Toy Story 3 came out the year that we were graduating high school. And I remember like like there was a bunch of us that went together and literally there was like a row full of high schoolers all crying. Um, yeah. like, like there was not yeah. a dry eye in that entire row of like 15 people that we all went to see together. Everybody was fucking Toy crying. Story? Toy Story 3. You guys, oh, Toy Story 3. I thought you meant yeah, the yeah. first one. I was like, there is nothing to cry about in the first one. <laughs> no. I, I liked Toy Story, but because I had seen the brave little toaster, it is the, it, it is almost exactly the same, the same story. So I was really mad when people were like, oh my God, Pixar's so innovative. They came up with this new story. And like, they even went on to be like, yeah, you got to have a good story. I was like, or you got to rip it off from somebody else. <laughs> because that's what Bra Brave Little Toaster is. The, it's the same story. Huh. Yeah. Who's ever seen I remember the Brave that movie, Little but Toaster? I, yes, I, I, I have. Loved it as a kid. I love that movie. I love it. And they don't give don't Don remember. Bluth enough like credit. Like he he came out Ooh. with some bangers. Like oh, all yeah. dogs go to heaven. Like oh, yeah, Rockadoodle was, was not a was not a banger. But that's one he came out with. The Secret of Nim, which was very dark, yes. but that's was like seen that one. incredible. You've never seen The Secret of Nim? It is a no. it, it's funny, but like it's more serious. It's right. it's kind of dark, right? Well, and then you have like right Bible Goes West. You should check it out. I, I would really like to see what you think about it. Um, yeah. the, the premise is like, there are these mice that were experimented on and that's all I'm going to tell you. And you, know, you got to go watch the whole movie. It's really, okay. it's really, really good. Um, but yeah, I feel like Don Bluth doesn't get enough credit. Everybody thinks that Anastasia was Disney, but uh, Anastasia no, no, no. was a Don Bluth film. Yeah, Anastasia's it was classic a, a Don well. Bluth film. Yes, so. Um, but we're not here to talk about Don Bluth. We're here to talk about Disney, so we are, we are. We are. He here used to, to work for Disney, Disney, though. Sorry, there you go. he used to work for. He was an animator at Disney, and then yeah, okay, um, yeah, so. yeah. There you <laughs> go. So we we've talked about some of our favorite Disney memories, uh, and Darren's very very rightfully brought up, um, you know, the monolithic entity that his Disney has become. <laughs> uh, please pay your fucking artists and your VFX workers before we get any deeper into this. Please, not even pay that. Pay your pay the people who work at your parks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry, I'm going off on a tangent, but like, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but a couple of years ago, a few years ago, there was a park worker and um, she hadn't come in for a few days. Nobody knew what happened to her. She had actually passed away in her car. She was living out of her car and working for Disney parks. And I was like, the fact that she works for this conglomerate that makes so much money, and this is not a hate on Disney thing, but like, you should be paying your people a living wage. Like, mm -hmm. that is absolutely, nobody working at Disney should be living out of their car. Yep. Period. No. So, no, anyways, not. just one, I'm sorry there was a yep. change, but that, it's bullshit. Nope. Pay the people that work for you properly. Treat yeah. them with respect properly. Um, which, which is why we're going to be talking about some of our favorite games and what we think is the, one of the best Disney games, because again, to celebrate the developers and all the people that put a lot of hard work into Blood these titles, tears. blood, sweat, and tears indeed. So uh, I've already brought up Hercules, which is one of my favorite Disney games. I, I have not played it since childhood, but it is one of the ones that I most definitively remember. Um, so we're going to go around. We're going to toss out some of our favorite Disney games. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go in a, in a round Robin one, one, one style, uh, you know, we'll go a couple rounds and toss them out. And then, uh, yeah, Destiny wants to go. So Destiny will start. All right. Off. So 
My favorite game from the Disney is Aladdin. I love the Aladdin yes. games. And I don't know if people like played it on because there was an Aladdin for uh, Super Nintendo and there was an Aladdin for Sega and they were slightly different. And back then they would release games for multiple consoles, but they would all have slight differences. Like uh, the boards would be a little different or like how you played the game would be a little different. And I don't know why. I don't know why they didn't just keep the same uh, game style across the board. But my favorite one was the Sega Genesis uh, version. I think the I Genesis versions were usually better across the board for Disney games. I think so too, which is why I'm so sad that Sega went under because I think Sega had better games and graphics than Nintendo had at the time. Do you know what I mean? I guess they just mm -hmm. never like came up, but like Sega was doing stuff that like Nintendo hadn't even like done yet. Like Sega Game Gear was full color battery drainer but full color um they came out with sega saturn that was out before playstation where you played cds it could actually play music cds and video game cds right yeah. so um yeah the sega version of the aladdin game was my favorite because it was just so bright and colorful compared to like nintendo's games that were coming out nintendo does a very like not faded like but back then it just seemed very pastel-y but like i always felt like Sega had very like in your face colors. Like remember playing mm -hmm. Sonic versus like, playing a Super Mario game and how just like yeah. in your face Sonic Glass was with processing. the colors, like so yeah. beautiful. Glass but um yeah. <laughs> Aladdin is my favorite Disney game, um old school Disney game. Nice, yeah. If, if anybody's curious about uh Sega and Nintendo console wars they, there was a documentary that we talked about a little while ago as well um but if you're curious the book is fucking phenomenal yeah. and really gives a lot of information about why sega lost its shit especially on the console side and how nintendo was pretty scummy at the time as well but came out oh, on yeah. top like yeah. there's the, that that book is phenomenal if you're curious at all about the history of those please read console wars or at least check out the, the documentary because again documentary is solid but the book is incredible um, yeah, Lou, so, sorry, I just want to bring up. I thought they did, and my memory was serving me correct. They did eventually remaster those games. There was a remastered duo of the Lion King Genesis game and the Aladdin Genesis game. So, if you're mm -hmm. interested, listeners, um, I, I'm sorry. I'm so out. sorry for telling you that you're not my listeners. I love you. I love all my listeners. Please come back. <laughs> I'm going to edit this um, part out. <laughs> <laughs> If yeah. if you want to play the Aladdin game, there's a remaster for it for for Switch and some other platforms, I believe. So, not Aladdin. Yes, Aladdin. Mm -hmm. There was a Lion King too. There's a but whole like, reason why Aladdin. I brought this up. Um, and I think that's because there's a deal going on right now on Switch for like a bunch of old Nintendo uh, Disney inspired games, like Ducktales, which I'll bring that up yeah. later because that's also another game that I really really enjoyed. Um. But I don't remember. I think it's on Switch right now. There's a deal. It's like five games or something like that that you can go purchase, which are like all Disney themed like games from back in the day. So uh, I'll look I, I, I can Did actually, I, I, I looked it up while you were talking. The Disney Afternoon Collection, which has Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Rescue Rangers 2, DuckTales, DuckTales 2, Darkwing Duck, and Tailspin is at least on Steam right now, 75% off. Uh, Steam, usually that's these, where it's at. Usually, so sometimes these sales come uh uh, what's it called carry across so yeah if you're curious check that out uh lou what's one of your yep. favorite disney games 
Okay. Um, I was going to say DuckTales, but I'll leave that for Destiny. No, 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 no. Take it. It's okay. Okay. I don't have that many games, so I will. I appreciate that. I will. I will take DuckTales. <laughs> uh, DuckTales Such is a, a good guy, game. Lou. Giving up the only game you're going to talk about. <laughs> I have, I'm going to talk two about others. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> uh, aside from DuckTales, I have one or two others, but we'll start with DuckTales. Great game. Uh, great side-scrolling, classic retro action. Also, a game that was remastered. Um, and the remaster, when it came out, it was picking up some steam. It was, it um, was. intended. It was, uh, it was pretty high. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty high up on the on the Steam uh, stats charts. People were really into that and, and remembering what a great game that was. Um, yeah, so it's got to be Ducktales for me. Um, spectacular game. If you like side scrollers, if you like platformers, check it out. Uh, well worth your time. Nice. Yeah, Ducktales Duck uh, so good that they ripped it off in Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, my favorite Donkey Kong game. Uh, Cranky yeah. Kong just completely ripped off the move set from uh, Scrooge McDuck in the DuckTales games, the pogo stick, where Cranky Kong pogo yep. sticks on his cane. And it's so much fun to pogo stick in DuckTales. You just, it just <laughs> feels so good. Pogo sticking the night away. Darren, let's go to you next. What's one of your favorite Disney games? I'm going to keep this duck theme going. And as soon as I stop talking, I hear a dog. But I, I'm sorry, dog. I said we're keeping the duck theme going, not the dog theme going. We're going to ducks. You're not a dog. I mean, you are a dog. Yeah. You're not. I'm anyways. Chill. Um, so <laughs> you're not a dog. Are you having an existential conversation with the dogs barking downstairs about whether they are or they are not actual dogs? You're not a dog. I'm a dog. perhaps a man on all fours in a dog suit. <laughs> oh no! Don't tell me about that. I'm gonna think about it. I don't want to. Anyways, <laughs> we're flying I've very seen... close to furry land, and we need to back up. Let's take no, I've seen too much of the internet. I've seen too much of the internet. So, ducks. What's up with them? Uh, my favorite uh, D- Disney game. Is actually a game called Chicken Donald. Oh, for fuck's sake, is Donald Duck going quackers? But specifically, the Nintendo sixty four version of Donald okay. Duck going quackers, because Donald Duck going quackers was a game that was made by Ubisoft uh, that came out at the end of the Nintendo sixty four PS one generation. And it was kind of an overlap title with the N64 and the GameCube PS2. And it's just, a, it's it's a platformer in the vein of Crash Bandicoot. It's almost, it's basically a Crash Bandicoot ripoff is what it is. If I'm, if I'm being serious, it's a Crash Bandicoot ripoff. However, I played Donald Duck going Quackers before I played Crash Bandicoot. So I didn't know any better when I was a kid. Um, and... Donald Duck going quackers, like I still go back and replay it every once in a while on my N64. And I think it holds That's up cute. Uh, because at least for kids, it was more forgiving because in Crash Bandicoot, you die in one hit unless you have an Aku Aku mask. In Donald Duck going quackers, um, you get two hits. So you get hit once as like a freebie and then you go into like an angry Donald Duck state uh, and then you uh you can like find i can't remember it was like 
had some orange juice or something and that healed you for some reason yeah that makes sense because remember he used to be on the cartons of orange juice you could get donald i think you could still get orange juice with donald duck's face on it that makes sense now i never knew that okay that actually (laughs) makes sense but uh people can fight me i think the boss fights in donald duck and quackers are more fun and better than crash bandicoot um darren like, listen, i think i don't know if anybody's gonna uh, quack you for that opinion uh, <laughs> oh god that was a good one that oh, was a good boy. one. Oh boy all right um yeah yeah but i say specifically the nintendo 64 version because get this ubisoft montreal one of ubisoft's main development studios made the GameCube PS2 version. They're focusing on next gen. They're their biggest studio. Well, the N64 version was made on the Rayman 2 engine and it was developed by Ubisoft Morocco and was actually the very first video game to be made in Morocco, like the first AAA game, at least. There maybe there's some indie games. I don't really know the history of indie games back then, but first major game to come out of Morocco. And no offense to Ubisoft Montreal, but holy crap, I've played both versions. I've played the GameCube version because I got it for my brother misguidedly as a Christmas present because I thought that'd be good. The N64 version is so much better. Like, there are so many glitches in the, the GameCube version. It's very janky. The gameplay is just slightly different. Like, the first N64 game has so many more, like, secrets and, like, side activities to do. And it was just felt tighter but the GameCube version was kind of a mess. So Morocco, you need to make more video games because you killed it on Donald's Echo and Quackers. Thanks, Darren. Thank you for teaching us all about Donald Duck going Quackers. Uh, I never heard of this game, but now I looked it up. Uh, and it definitely does look like a Crash clone. A, it a is. Quash clone. <laughs> a Quash clone. A Quash. Oh, God the duck puns. Oh, oh, my God. All right. All right. That's the last one. That's the last one. We'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave the bill at the door. Um, another one of my favorite Disney games. Um, obviously I'm going to, right. Um, one of my favorites, I, I, I mean, I got to go to it. Perhaps it's a bit obvious, but obviously kingdom hearts, um, takes a lot of Disney and makes it awesome. Um, I love a lot of Disney, um, and kingdom hearts just basically takes it and slaps anime all over it. Uh, which I, I mean, was is waiting. Just a wonderful I was combination. waiting to see how long we would go without bringing up kingdom hearts. I knew it was going to happen at some point, but when was it going to happen? You know what? I wasn't going to say Kingdom Hearts. That's why I specifically said vintage games, because I don't consider Kingdom Hearts vintage, because they're still coming out with games for it. Even though the first one came out a while ago, like I don't consider it vintage, because they're still adding on to the story. Can you believe that the first Kingdom Hearts came out 20 years ago? Yeah. That is oh, vintage boy. to me. That hurts. Well, you're that, also a yeah, child, that hurts. so that makes that hurts. sense. Hey, yeah. So... Good point. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I love that Kingdom Hearts. Uh, especially it's good. As a, a, it's... a later coming to the series. It's fantastic. Like, I mean, d- like, you know, seeing Disney characters throw down uh, when Woody talks about the power of the heart in Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> some real deep shit going on there. Um, I just, you know, Kingdom Hearts is a good time. You get to fight with, Digi- with Digimon. Fuck, you can see what's on my mind. You get to fight with... <laughs> 
with Jesus, other Disney characters. This is like the second time you've slipped up with the Digimon. I know. It's like just eating in my brain. Um, but like, you know, hang out with Disney characters and you get to attack with them and, and fuck shit up and go on an absolutely ridiculous storyline. Never in my life would I have expected Mickey Mouse to kick so much ass and he really does. He like fucking lays waste that to the sense. battlefield. If you've never played the game, I'm going to talk about next. Is that what the game is called? Segway. No, it's called Castle of Illusion, starring Yes! This is a really... Great game. It, it, Mickey Mouse is kicking ass through the entire thing. It's like a platform game. It's, it's so cool. It came out on Sega. I don't know why all my games I like are on Sega. I think just because I remember them being so colorful and cool. But um, yeah, it was kind of like in that style of like, you need to save the princess. Um, traditional platformer like a lot of games came out uh, were like that back then but this is only one of the games starring him because there's another one I don't know if anybody else is going to bring up the other game but um, this was definitely one of my favorites I believe it's been remastered so if you guys want to check that one out please check it out if you're big fans of Kingdom Hearts please go check out this game it's like magical it's like it has been remastered he's like awesome and he's just doing his thing. So if you really love Disney action games and, and you really love Mickey Mouse, check that out. Nice. And that was a great segue, Dave. Nicely done. Let's uh, segue over to Lou. <laughs> All right. Um, so my next game is not a vintage game. I apologize. It's um, okay. It's about 12 years old at this point. It came out on the Wii. And the game is called Epic Mickey. Ah, that was oh. on my list too. <laughs> yeah, that's a great game. Um, it's a great game for a number of reasons. Number one, the theme is spectacular. The story is unique. Um, and it presents Mickey Mouse as a different kind of character than what maybe we were used to growing up. Because like, you know, I, I was born in 92. So growing up in the late 90s, early 2000s, Mickey wasn't a very cool character. He wasn't a very cool pop culture icon. They hadn't done much with Mickey Mouse at that point. Um, and to see Mickey sort of thrust into the limelight again as a hero in a, in a you know, a third person uh, platformer, um, really cool stuff. Uh, he has a magic paintbrush, um, really, really great themes. Um, you know, now that I'm older, going back and digging into like Fantasia and stuff like that, you know, they did some really cool stuff with Mickey Mouse. And uh, I think Epic Mickey is one of those. It's 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 great for all ages. Um, yeah, spectacular game. Definitely check it out if you haven't already. Epic Mickey. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I had Epic Mickey on my list. No, I've never played it, but I I always appreciated it. Um, just because again, how different and how cool visually it was, and how much it like seemed to play the idea. Like I might actually find like a ROM and and you know and emulate it and, and give give her a go because yeah. It's a game I was always curious about. Totally. I can't remember totally if they actually the like remastered it or maybe they released it. They <laughs> they originally they uh, <laughs> released it on Wii, but I think they might have made like a 360 version of it or something. They like mm. imported it. To, I'm like, checking right now. Um, it's got a really interesting they, development they history did not. too. They didn't. Oh, I'm they thinking of the second, the second one. They made a sequel, and that was Epic Mickey Two: The Power of Two. Yes, that one was multi-platform, but evidently that one was not good. Uh, no, yeah, like 
I know even Epic Mickey, the original one, did have some flaws as well, but very interesting development history made by Warren Spector, the father yeah. of like Thief and Deus Ex. A uh, very interesting oh, yeah. transition towards Epic Mickey. Um, and I just want to just shout it out and appreciate that it tried to bring Mickey Mouse a lot closer to his original intention, which is a more mischievous character. Um, mm -hmm. And he became kind of a little too family friendly as Disney transitioned to be more family friendly. Um, yeah. So it was nice to see that they were still willing to like kind of go back to the roots and they brought uh, Oswald the rabbit back into the limelight. Uh, oh, I remember that because somebody else owned him for a long time. Yeah. And then like they did like the celebration because they bought him. Because I think, was he the first character? And then yeah. Mickey came? Yeah, also I think so. Yeah. The first one. He predates Didn't they do Mickey. a whole game for him? Were you just talking about that? I'm sorry if I, I wasn't listening. That's Epic <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> well, that was that because oh, okay, he's, okay. he's the villain. He's the main villain of Epic Mickey. He's upset that That's he was forgotten. What I thought. Okay, okay. I remember that was a long time ago. Yeah. And now they didn't ago. even do anything with Oswald, did they? I think they, oh, they just yeah, put him in the game. Yeah. I don't think they've ever done anything with him since. I don't think so. Poor, poor, poor uh, Darren, give me another game. Okay, this is actually going to be my last game because, like, I, I, I run out of games that I've played. But I think this is a very interesting. Also, I want to just say I'm glad that we're not digging into like Marvel or Star Wars because technically we could, but like. We're, we're yeah. keeping this pure Disney. Like, that's the intention. I'm so proud uh, of you guys. Because if we had another person on the show who I had to deal with today, that is probably exactly <laughs> what he would have done. <laughs> Go ahead. We're not going to say no, who. We're not going to say who it we're is. We're not going to say who he is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, not many people consider this a Disney game, but this is a true Disney game. Nightmare Ned. Have any of you heard of Nightmare Ned or played Nightmare Ned? Mm -mm. Nightmare Ned, this was like early Darren video game history, back before he even had a console, back when the only thing he had to play games on was his Windows 95 computer. And it was a PC game that was developed alongside a TV show. They were developed in unison. The TV show, it turns out, actually came out slightly before the game. But it's not like a game based on the show or a show based on the game. They were developed at the same time. And it is a point-and-click adventure about a boy named Ned who's scared of everything that has a terrible nightmare when his parents are away from home and he's sleeping in bed by himself and he gets transported into his nightmares. And it's like a point-and-click kind of thing to get Nightmare Ned out of his nightmares. And as a small little child who's very scared of a lot of things it was the perfect it's like one of these perfect um gateway horror things like i definitely think that this is something that got me into horror later in life because i was exposed to it as a kid because it's something that would be scary for a kid but it's not so scary that it would like give them permanent nightmares like it's still meant for kids but it's spooky, like Goosebumps, or like, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like, mm -hmm. Nightmare Ned, uh, if anyone finds, like, a PC ROM for it, it's been, like, I think it's complete abandonware at this point. It's probably pretty easy to find. Um, it was made by Disney Interactive, and I think co-created by Steven Spielberg. Uh, don't, hmm. don't, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna double-check this. I'm checking, right? I'm checking, go on. Yeah. 
because uh, Steven Spielberg was working on games for a bit. I know he also made like I can't remember some kind of block game for the Wii. He also made uh, Steven Spielberg made Goosebumps, uh, Night in Horrorland, the PC game, which is also why Jeff Goldblum is in that one. Uh, it's like a live action Goosebumps Jeff game with Jeff Goldblum. I don't He's see so anything about bad. Steven Spielberg, but uh, evidently Terry Shakespeare, Sue Shakespeare, and David Molina were the creators. Okay, so I must be confusing so it with the Goosebumps made it. game. But like, Damn, it's that old? Shakespeare made it. <laughs> if Shakespeare made Darren, it, and the original he was Spielberg. making games, like, much respect to Bill. <laughs> Good job. I'm surprised he didn't make, like, Bill a Tempest him. or an Othello game or something like that, you know? But Darren, he, he wanted made... to make Nightmare Ned. <laughs> he wanted to make Nightmare Ned. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? Uh, but if you're into horror or if you are curious about horror, but maybe a little too frightened for the, the real stuff, Nightmare Ned is a classic that I highly recommend checking it out. Beautiful score, beautiful game, super goofy, but super spooky and fun. There you go. Nice. I, I want to very quickly just toss out, uh, what was it? Toy Story 2. I think Toy Story 2, the one that's on PlayStation Premium now. Like uh, Buzz's Adventure or something. I played the ever living shit out of that on the PlayStation. Oh, yeah. uh, that's the only one that I want to toss out. D, are there any other games that you want to shout out? Um, I wanted to shout this game out. I have not played it, but I want to play it because I've never heard of it. But it's called Disney's Villains Revenge, where basically oh, yeah. uh, the villains have gotten the upper hand. It's a PC game, and you're basically helping Jiminy Cricket try to free everyone and bring happiness back because you know that's disney's whole thing you know the happy world but evidently like alice has lost her head so she's been decapitated in the game and um uh dumbo is locked away by some creepy clowns at the circus like it, it's supposed to be a little creepy um i never heard of it, it came out in 1999 huh. so um I think I'm going to check out somebody. play. I don't know if I'm going to play it, but evidently if you guys don't want to play it, but want to see it, there are long plays up on YouTube, which is what I will be doing later today. Yeah. And the long plays are like an hour and an hour and change. So it's just like, you know, a, a yeah, good, a good, a nice bad, hour. Not a bad watch. Popcorn. Not yeah. a bad watch. Um, Darren already said that he had none left. Lou, are there any other games you want to shout out? I think we nailed them all. Toy Story 2 is a great game. Um, I know you mentioned, or uh, yeah, Toy Story 2. If we're going to mention some other, um, oh shit, no, that wasn't Pixar. <laughs> I was going to say Shrek 2. <laughs> Shrek 2 was Shrek was mean, Shrek Shrek 2 is, yeah, yeah, classic. Shrek 2 is great. <laughs> yeah, I do Shrek have a Disney game for Wii that I've never played, and my friend bought it for me because I was so excited when um, Disney decided to have a black princess. So I don't, I do have a Wii game for um, Princess the Princess and the Frog. And the frog? yeah and i've never i've never played it and i think it's open i don't know maybe it's not you know how i am (laughs) collectors collectors Um, collectors and i also wanted to throw out like these are honorable mentions uh dark green duck i thought was a great game that came out um also they had a chip and dale rescue rangers they also had a tailspin game these were all cartoons that i watched like growing up after getting out of school so like obviously those were popular to me but um yeah, I think that's all I wanted to do. Some honorable mentions that I'm set. I'm good. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Lou, was there any anything else, or are 
All good to go. That's Perfect. It. Well, then that brings us to the end of this wonderful Disney discussion. Oh, oh, oh we're not I forgot done. the Nightmare Before Christmas game. Did you guys ever play that? I no. did play that. No. That was pretty good. That was pretty like good PS2 game. and stuff, the right? Yeah, I think so. It was like a so. it was like a Devil May Cry style it. game. It was like cool. a beat 'em up. <laughs> I, for, I forgot it. Yeah, I think so. I can't remember anymore because it was so long ago. But I remember playing it like one time. I rented it from the uh, the video store. Oh, that was actually really fun. I miss I miss walking around like a Rogers or a Blockbuster and renting shit. Yeah, those were the times. Yeah, those were the times. Couldn't wait till the weekend. Couldn't wait till the weekend. Yeah, especially it's like when you got that three day rental versus seven day, and like you know oh you're on the Oh my clock. god, man! Yes. Oh yeah. Do you do you know how many people would probably game rage because you couldn't save back then? You'd have like three slots where you could save, and then you'd have to return the game, obviously. Yeah. So when you went to rent it again, your save was gone. You know, like every time you rented a game, you were starting over from scratch, like mm-hmm. back in the day. Although it was um, really yeah. fun to rent a game and then see like who's who's saved how far did this person get are there any like yeah, final boss yeah. save files did someone beat the game oh, good man. times good, good times we'll have, have, we have to have a whole episode about about uh you know the, the 90s and that and early 2000s a blockbuster video yes a blockbuster was the shit but that brings us to the end of this wonderful episode filled with disney stuff but before we go darren thanks for coming back man it was nice having you even though you yeah. you you, you talked about things it's fine Darren. <laughs> i'm really glad you're here we've decided moving forward we're not going to drop socials anymore but i do want to say guys you definitely have to check out our bonus level episodes our, our new podcast over at level one gaming we do it uh bi-weekly we drop it every friday and i think we'll, we'll pro- possibly be posting links for it down at the bottom even though it's not out yet uh so you'll have to go back and check or whatever but please go check us out there. <laughs> Give us some love. Um, it's kind of like we are now, but just a little more Drunk. crazy. And the topics are a little like, yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's all sober, baby. Yeah, we're packing it all into like 30 minutes. So please of go show us some love over there. Um, I yeah, love the we chaos. Love you. Yep. Thank you so much for sticking with us for so long. Um, sometimes we forget to say that, but just know that we definitely appreciate all of you. Um, and Thanks I so think much. that's mm-hmm. all I wanted to say. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Lou, very quickly, I know we're not doing socials, but Matthew really is too cool not to bring up every episode, so I'm going to bring it up. So very quickly, if people wanted to listen to your alter ego, where could they do so? Sure. You can find Mad Seedling on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, uh, Deezer, um, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to music, check it out. Mad Seedling on Instagram at Mad Seedling on YouTube at Mad Seedling. Go check it out. Hell yeah. It's and also Destiny. going to be at the bottom. We have one more thing that we have to bring up very quickly. We have yes. a giveaway going on right now for PC Steam codes for Valheim and for No Man's Sky to celebrate last week's episode dedicated to survival games. If you would like to be entered to win, pop over to that episode, drop a comment with your favorite survival game, or a game that you've always wanted to play. And next week, on next week's show, we will announce the winners. So make sure you still have one more week. Box up somewhere linking to that episode. So you guys can just click it and go give it a follow. Yep. Exactly. So make sure you pop over there if you want to win Steam Keys for Valheim or for No Man's Sky. That is where you can do so. And that 
everyone brings us to the end of this wonderful ride. Thank you so much. If you want to see or hear more of us, check the description below and we will see you next week. Peace. Bye guys. Later. Uh, rip on anyone. In fact, Darren, you never do. You and Lou never do. Like you have so much respect for me, and I just want to say I appreciate it because Matt and Johnny, I can't wait for you to watch this episode. You can see me visibly getting like just annoyed. (laughs) To to for you to say that I don't respect you, I only annoy people I respect. (laughs) Okay, that's true. Probably that's that's hundred percent. It's true. Right. True. There you go. I that's would not annoy Johnny, you. If I feel I like respect. that's what people say when they get want to get like, like not in trouble. They're like, "Oh, well, I only do it because I like you." Yeah, <laughs> it's like that teacher that cut off your hair. Uh, anyways, let's get going. <laughs> oh wow, Dick. Anyways, hey Lou, hey Darren. All right, well, let's do it. Do 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 do. Pop pop do.